What is up? Episode one. This is the official first episode of the Iowa Drinks podcast. I'm Chris Williams, joined by Bruno. What up? Hey, the uh, topic of the day, and we'll get into it momentarily, uh, but it's going to be if you're starting to drink whiskey for the first time in your life, where should you start? I get this all the time. But before we do that, uh, we wanted to explain a little bit how the Iowa Drinks podcast is going to go. Of course, you can follow us on Twitter at Iowa Drinks. Look us up on Facebook as well. But Bruno, we're not... Um, the, the episodes are going to be ever-changing. We're going to go on road trips. Those will probably be longer interview, long-form podcasts. But we've decided we don't really want to come out with hour-and-a-half episodes every time we record something. No, I don't, want to, I don't want to have people sit around and listen to a bunch of goofballs like us getting drunk and being silly. I mean, I, I want to get. I, I want to have a few drinks. And, Believe it or and not, I want to have some silly things. Yeah, that's not our goal here. That's not our goal. No, <laughs> it's not. Our, it's not our goal. I, I think it'd be best to keep it. Uh, keep it tight. Give you some information. Um, now, if we go to visit our fat friend Pat Hoffman over at uh, Lonely Oak, or or take a trip out to Leclerc to Cody Road, you know, those would be a long time. We're going to take a long time to get out there. We should take some time. And really learn about what they're going to, you know, what they're doing out there and all the different uh, uh, expressions they they make. You know, we don't want to just go there and talk to them about their bourbon and then leave. You know, uh, we want to really hear about their story. But when we're talking about other things like the question of the day, how do you start? Where do you start on this bourbon adventure, this whiskey adventure? Uh, where do you start with even beer? What? How? How do you get going? Where do, where do you where do you leave the the Jack and Coke train and the and the Bush Light train and and take a take a dip into uh, the craft world uh, of the great people in this state that are going to work every day to make some interesting things? Now, I would say there's also really great liquor stores and and places to purchase all sorts of uh whiskey and stuff so today we're going to stick to the whiskey and i would stick to the idea i would say that a lot of the the iowa distilleries are putting together some pretty interesting things that maybe aren't the way to start off not to say you shouldn't go there and pick them up or try them out and go there but if you're just going down to your local shop let's say central city liquor Mm -hmm. i think uh there's a few places you can stop off on the uh through the aisle that would be a good first bottle to purchase uh to get your so get your experience started i'll I'll tell you guys where i where i started and um just brutally honest the i i was going to college during the templeton rye craze Remember whenever like you couldn't find the bottles, couldn't find it. Yeah, no. I while I was running a business trying to find that for us, so I, you know, you're talking about you're talking about your kids before this. My my oldest was in a car seat, and I remember having her with me walking through stores trying to see if I could sort find a bottle or two for for yeah. uh, our bar. So I remember I finally got my paws on some in college, and I didn't like it. Like it just, I can only imagine. Yeah. It didn't do anything for me. In fact, I I thought it was gross. Um, so then, um, I got introduced to Pendleton, which is a Canadian whiskey. So that was during college. Yes. 
uh, Pendleton, uh, well, I mean, it, it was towards the end, but it was when I moved back to... But still, still that in the 20s, early yeah, 20s. Yeah, it was, it was when I had moved back to Southwest Iowa uh, after college, like shortly after college, because I really never got into whiskey while I, I would drink Jack, you know, Jack and Cokes and stuff like that. Pendleton was really kind of my introduction into all this. This is before any of the Iowa stuff was really... Mm-hmm. Cody Rhodes started in 2010, they probably them with Templeton. I mean, Templeton I, had it been before that, but not I remember that, I getting, I remember for, for me, Bruno, the first Iowa bourbon that I really liked was Cedar Ridge. Yes. That was the first one, even before I started liking, well, especially when you're talking bourbon. Yes. Uh, which rise different than bourbon. We'll probably, I'm sure we'll do another episode. There's on a that. whole bunch yeah. of different, there's all different things to talk about. But I, I do think like if you've never drank whiskey in your life, uh, of course we want to promote the Iowa products, but I think like a Pendleton, um, to me, which is, by the way, is a Canadian blended whiskey. It is a very smooth, easy drinking whiskey um of course we're going to promote the iowa products but i'm just going off of my experience that was the first whiskey in my life that i was like i really like this it's versatile if i want to mix it i can if i want to put it on the rocks i can i can drink pendleton neat i think that it's hard for me to go wrong sweeping with a broad brush and i think you have to remember that uh if you wanted to stick solely to Iowa, which that's our main focus, but remember there are company there's, there's liquor stores and, and friends of our show that, that, uh, don't solely, there isn't a Iowa whiskey store. Now there are Iowa distilleries, but I will tell you, even the people that work at those distilleries, the people that founded those, they didn't only, they're not only drinking their own Kool-Aid. I mean, you got to know, they got to know all the different things and they certainly didn't start off having the first thing they ever made. And you know, my story, my story is a pretty good one. I, I, uh, I remember uh, there's a movie called Silverado. My buddies and I were passing around that we thought that'd be fun. My, it was like right college ish times. And we we're passing around a bottle of Ezra Brooks. My dad had that stuff was, I thought was God awful, God awful. And we were drinking some of it. We were kind of faking drinking it and like putting it up to our lips about our one friend drank it, kept drinking it. He got really drunk, but the stuff I didn't think tasted really good. And I went, uh, I ended up <laughs> throwing up that night. Cause it was just, <laughs> I was just so, I was like, I was just overwhelmed by it, but I will tell you today because I've moved further down the road, I bought a, a bottle of Ezra Brooks, uh, seven year, which is absolutely phenomenal. I was surprised I found it, uh, but not that hard to find Uh really good, good whiskey. But I, through my college years, through whenever I drank, I drank, uh, you know, your bush light, bush light came out when I was in college. Uh, but all the different things, Schaefer's and hams and Schlitz and all that stuff. We drank all that, but, uh, I, the whiskey I drank until into my thirties when I was still drinking whiskey, Jim beam, I drank Jim beam and Coke, Jim beam and lemonade. Like it was going out of style. I remember a party at Iowa state. I drank a Texas fifth, the 1.75 bottle myself of, of Jim beam lemonade, which is Ugh. absolutely insane. And I God. did, and then down at, uh, down at our college at central college, uh, dry campus, uh, which didn't work out so well for that. Uh, we were pretty wet down there, but I had another time where I drank a, a bottle. 
I drank a whole bottle, another well, Texas I mean, fifth. Of I know gin. we're like sophisticated whiskey yeah. drinkers now, but I can still make immature jokes. Well, right? yeah, no, that's okay. part of the game, right? All right. But uh, yeah, I drank another one that. So I used to do that. We used to go out to the bars and I drink pints of Jim Beam Cokes, you know, double Jim Beam Cokes. But I never drank it plain. And then when I drank it plain, I'm like, this stuff's gross. Like, I just never really got into it. Yeah. It is just, so it, and then I, and then I just shifted and I went into beer and I've been drinking beer all the way up until recently. Uh, and then I've come back to whiskey in a vet with a vengeance and, what, and, what and I've whiskey, got some great, interesting things to get you back into it. What whiskey did you drink? Because you have always been the beer guy. What whiskey did you drink or, or was there one single whiskey that you drank where you're like, this is really, uh, interesting to me. And because I, I, I have, a, I have one, I think my mind, so I know this is for future times too. scotch whiskey at Bennett distilleries in Scotland. And, and I really, I really think a lot of them blended scotches, but I have the Royal mile. So that, so I was doing that, but the, but the one that clicked for me that put me where I'm at right now, sitting, talking about this, the, is the knob Creek, that big old bottle that you have down oh, yeah. here in your office. So good. That big bottle of Knob Creek uh, small batch is absolutely amazing. 50% by volume alcohol, 100 proof, really, really tasty. It just, it, it clicked in my mind that like I need to have some more experiences like this because this is, this is way more interesting than I ever remember it being. And that's when, that's when my whole thought process changed. Mine was, uh, I had two moments. One of them was a Kentucky Derby day and I was being the cliche idiot that I was, I don't know, six, seven years ago. And I'm like, Oh, I want to drink bourbon on the Kentucky Derby. And I bought, I, I just went into his Ingersoll, uh, liquor store, yeah. which is over by the, um, well, it's the old Inger dolls. Yeah, that was before I even knew Central City existed. Not very, not very far from the station. Yeah, well, that's why, because it was right yeah. there. Um, and I bought double oaked um, um, Woodford, Woodford Reserve. Yep. I really like the oaked stuff. I found that like my palate is very much intrigued by the double oaked anything. I've got a bottle of Jim Beam double oak up there, which is like a $28 bottle. And I, I couldn't recommend that more to anybody who wants to drink on a budget. I have a double oaked rye from a uh, double barreled rye from uh, uh, Iowa distilling down from, <laughs> from those guys. It's from- funny you say that. So then um, when it, when it really clicked to me, I enjoyed the Woodford reserve double oak greatly. But it was the first time I got my hand on a bottle of the straight bourbon from Iowa Distilling. And I was just like, holy shit. Like, I, I've been missing out on this. They do for a, a great long job time. down there. Um, I, I, what a great person. Uh, I, I love Kyle Doyle, a really great guy. Really, I nice, never met him. I nice, love his products. Though. Very nice man. I don't even like rum, but I bought, I went down there. I always, whenever I'd, I have relatives down south. Anytime I drive through coming, I stop by and I buy a bottle of. Well, I don't that, even like rum, and I bought a bottle of steel steel drum yeah. just so I could have it in my office to display. Well, they got that prairie fire, and they got apple oh, pie, and so good. And and uh, bourbon comes out, and uh, I see you got a bottle down here. But uh, but that's not kind of what we're talking about. That's all the stuff that we could get and you could see around. Um, yes. But I would say that that's I would call all of what we just talked about outside of the Jim Beam and. And, uh, and such, uh, Templeton's, I think you're, f- when you're drinking Templeton, that's a little advanced. I think there's stuff that's a little bit easier to, to get yourself into. A- you know what I'd tell you is 
the I got a bottle of it out there on my bar is Cody Road in Mississippi River. They're making old fashions and Manhattans in a bottle now. If you've never drank whiskey, like if you're truly a novice at this, if you just want to get a flavor of it, pick up a bottle of one of those. See, to me, and we've talked, I talked with Ryan about this when we did our podcast, the Chris Williams podcast with him. Yeah. They're old fashioned in a bottle is too sweet for me. And he got, and you know what I did last night when I was drinking it? I added some bourbon to it. And well, it was, he, I think he talked about yeah, that. It was absolutely perfect after I did that. I had never thought about it. But for somebody who, don't, would you agree with that? That's a great way to just get your palate ready. No, I, I think, yeah, to get to get that flavor. I mean, yeah, to have it in a mixed drink. I mean, that's what we're talking about. That's definitely a way to do it. Um, I feel like there's some softer whiskeys, some entry-level ones that we can give longer conversations to. Um, but I would tell you that there's some interesting things that I, I don't say, I don't discount what you're saying, but I would also say that I am a sucker for cabin still. And I know, you know, that I think cabin still is amazing. You'll probably find it on any shelf here in the state of Iowa for about $11. And you'd be so surprised how good it is. Now you can mix it with something. You can do it. You can drink it straight. You can put it on the rocks. You're not putting out a lot of money to get it. Uh, one that might be a little bit more expensive is a maker's mark and seems fancy with that wax dip, but, uh, it's a weeded whiskey. It's uh, good. It's, and it's, good. it's nice and smooth and easy to easier to drink than some. And, uh, four roses is another nice one. It's um, a little spicy in my opinion. It's for got, got a little, got a little to it, but it, it, I, anything that's 40 proof, that's probably the kind of a, see for me, I prefer 50 proof higher, but Anything that's 40 proof, which a lot of your stuff is, like Jack Daniels and Jim Beam are too. Uh, ancient Age is another one. Uh, we'll talk about Ancient Age on another on another time, but Ancient Age, when it grows up, turns into uh, turns into Blantons. And People don't understand any of that. There's, and we're going to have to do shows so on much, that. Yeah, there's yeah. so much about what it, what it means is that it stays in the barrel longer, but that's a whole other conversation. But uh, to get started, I think you're right to have it in some kind of mix, to have a cocktail, to try a whiskey cocktail. You know, everyone tries the vodka stuff, but the whole point of vodka is to have, to, to be nearly tasteless. And that's, that's fine if that's what people want to do. And there's plenty of distilleries, all the distilleries across the state make some version of vodka. But, uh, if I'm not mistaken, I mean, not all of them do, but, uh, uh, the ones that are actually producing, uh, in larger volumes probably have some, of that. I guess Templeton doesn't. Uh, but I think, uh, Pat does something like that. He does mm -hmm. a vodka, right. And, uh, Ryan does one. Ryan does one. Yeah. So there's a lot of them that do, and that's a, but it's a whole nother process and, and it's made to mix. It's made to be mixed with stuff. But if you mix and you go to, you go to down to, uh, Kentucky, they say mix. We don't care how, how you drink, drink it, how you like it, just drink it, you know? And that's kind of the point, but working your way into it, and I'll, I'll, I'm going to throw out one thing when you get on the vodka train and everyone's kind of uh, trying to be healthy or if they're trying to be healthy, distilled spirits have the same amount of calories. It doesn't matter if it's clear gin or vodka, or if it's, if it's a uh, Cody road bourbon, they're all distilled. They're all the same. They're just as healthy for you. I would just say that Cody road bourbon has more flavor to it. Now this Manhattan we're talking about, that has, there, yeah, that's different. But if you're drinking just a distilled spirit, I think that's also been, that's been a plague. And that's again, maybe another show, 
that's been a plague on the whiskey industry. That's what almost put the bourbon industry out of business is the early seventies as the vodka got really huge. They tried to come out with lighter whiskeys and tried to make it a diet thing. And there's a really weird, look it up. It's ancient orange or ancient age orange. You drink a whiskey with orange juice. Sounds disgusting, but they were doing anything they could to, to promote it. Uh, it sounds like that. They're fighting against Vietnam. <laughs> uh, Agent Orange. I don't know. It's gas. It was uh, yeah. It was, yeah what, the the chemicals. The chemicals. Yeah. yeah. No. It, it, but uh, but that's where we, everyone kind of lost the the plot on spirits and and the bourbon industry is only coming back from that right now. The whiskey industry is only coming back from that right now, and that's why I think it's a great time to be talking right now about what's happening with the distilleries in the state of Iowa, the bourbons, the whiskeys, the rise that they're coming out with are an interesting topic. Some of these lesser expensive benchmarks, another one, uh, it's a great one out of, uh, the Buffalo trace distillery. If you can find that benchmark eight, those are nice stepping stones into this world. Drink it on the rocks, put a little water into it. Um, give it a shot. I'll tell you, it's just nice to sip whiskey. It's just, it's a whole nother experience than, than totally gun and beers one after another. And I've done that a lot in my life. This is a very much more of a pleasant experience and a lot. There's a lot of interesting things about it that I'm, I'm just getting to learn and I can't wait to share with all you out there that are listening. All right. Um, a guy's listening right now and he wants one pick from each of us. If you were to tell some, uh, they don't drink whiskey at all. One pick, I would tell them, I would, I would stay with what I said about Pendleton. I think it's just a super easy drinking. Um, you could put it on the rocks, anything you want with it, and it'll get you that flavor and you can ease your way into it. What would you say? Mellow, mellow corn bottle and bond, baby. Plastic cap looks like it is <laughs> the cheapest thing you'll ever come across made by, I think it's Heaven Hill Distilling. That stuff is tight. That stuff's so good. It's a hundred, it's a corn whiskey, so which means it's uh, uh, mine's Canadian, by the way. Yours Canadian, which is oh. fine, but Canadians are are it's blended, 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 blended. blended to uh, to uh, have a really good tasty taste, and there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, mellow corn uh, does a lot of the same kind of things with that corn sweetness um, that you'd be surprised, and you'll find it on the shelf, and you'll be you'll be amazed how inexpensive it is. I think that runs somewhere between 12 and $15. A Mine would be the Pendleton straight would just be about 28. I think to 30 is about as high as you you're a high that. roller though. I just, you know what? <laughs> but if you go down to Clarinda, Iowa, where I'm from, I'm not kidding. <laughs> They're going to think you're, there, you think you're, uh, there's a bar down there and I, I get it every time I go. Uh, cause all my friends are just like basically shotgunning bush lights. I used to be that guy. And, if you order a Pendleton on the rocks at this bar, they'll literally give you like a plastic, clear plastic Tumbler. cup yeah, <laughs> and they fill it with ice and they fill the whole damn cup with Pendleton whiskey. It's just hard. It's just hard. It's in it their mind is there. It's in their mind is like, how can it be? And it, what is it like? $8, $6, yeah. you know, it's like something it's, ridiculous. It's, it's nothing. Yeah. It's good stuff. Well, that's the one. And uh, stay tuned. We're going to be going to those rural bars in we, Iowa. We are. And, and we can't uh, encourage you guys enough to give us your ideas. I'm going to give you guys my personal email address. And I'm also, uh, you can find me on Twitter at Chris M. Williams. 
at Bruno Des Moines, at uh, Iowa Drinks on Twitter. My email address is Chris, C H R I S dot M dot Will at gmail dot com. And part of what we're doing here as we launch this brand is we are brainstorming on places we want to visit. This can be a brewery, this can be a distillery, a winery. I want to go to some iconic bars in the state of Iowa. Iconic, and that means dive, ancient, old, rural, uh, cocktail, new, hip. We're Anything. Gonna, we're going to hit them all. We're going to hit them all. And uh, and, and Think- we, have, we have a few favorite liquor stores. Uh, you might have one that you like to go to. There's a lot, a lot of a lot of fun to be had at Central City Liquors uh, in the in Des Moines, but uh, that's the one I go to. But you might have one that you like to go to. That's the one I go to as well. Uh, thanks to you for. Well, I've, me on I've had a 20 year relationship with the Duox family, uh, the largest family owned liquor store in Iowa. That, and that's they, where I go now. They I used to crush it. I used to do the Cyclone Liquors thing when I lived in Ames. That was where I. And anytime I'm in Ames, I like to swing by and support those guys. Uh, oh, and my first time was a couple of weeks ago, and I can't wait till we uh, get up there and and uh, do some things with them too. Because uh, my time with uh, Kale and is it it's Roger, right? Yeah, Ro- Roger. Kale and Roger, and uh, Brian's uh, the owner of the place. Great yeah, guy, and his wife is the one that actually is. She's the brains behind the operation. Yeah. Let's be honest. Yeah, and uh, but. Uh, what an amazing experience just going up there the first time. They have the 626 speakeasy uh, that they added on not too long ago, which is a super cool yeah, I've uh, had a few hangout. Beers. I've had a few cold beers in that place. And, uh, and uh, we'll hope oh. to do some events there in the near future. Looking forward to it. Uh, he is Bruno. I am Chris. Thank you for listening. Please rate, subscribe, review. Most importantly, tell your friends. Share our content. Uh, tweet at us. We want to hear from you guys. What do you want out of this? We're wanting to create something special here that will be around for years and years to come, promoting the great uh, distilleries, breweries, bars, liquor stores, anything in the state of Iowa that you drink. We want to promote it here at Iowa Drinks. Have a great rest of your day, and thanks for listening.